Section 11 of Birds, Volume 3, Number 4, April 1898. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Jen Broda. The Nightingale. No doubt those who never hear the song of the nightingale are denied a special privilege. Keats' exquisite verses give some notion of it, and William Drummond, another English poet, has sung sweetly of the bird best known to fame. Singer of the Night is the literal translation of its scientific name, although during some weeks after its return from its winter quarters in the interior of Africa, it exercises its remarkable vocal powers at all hours of the day and night. According to Newton, it is justly celebrated beyond all others by European writers for the power of song. The song itself is indescribable, though numerous attempts, from the time of Aristophanes to the present, have been made to express in syllables the sound of its many notes, and its efforts on those who hear it is described as being almost as varied as are its tones. To some they suggest melancholy, and many poets, referring to the bird in the feminine gender, which cannot sing at all, have described it as leaning its breast against a thorn and pouring forth its melody in anguish. Only the male bird sings. The poetical adoption of the female as the singer, however, is accepted as impregnable as is the position of Jenny Lind as the Swedish nightingale newton says there is no reason to suppose that the cause and intent of the nightingale's song unsurpassed though it be differ in any respect from those of other birds songs that sadness is the least impelling sentiment that can be properly assigned for his apparently melancholy music it may in fact be an expression of joy such as we fancy we interpret in the songs of many other birds the poem, however, which we print on another page, written by an old English poet, best represents our own idea of the nightingale's matchless improvisation, as some call it. It may be that it is always the same song, yet those who have often listened to it assert that it is never precisely the same, that additional notes are introduced and the song at times extended. The nightingale is usually regarded as an English bird, and it is abundant in many parts of the Midland, Eastern, and Western counties of England, and the woods, coppices, and gardens ring with its thrilling song. It is also found, however, in large numbers in Spain and Portugal, and occurs in Austria, Upper Hungary, Persia, Arabia, and Africa, where it is supposed to spend its winters. The markings of the male and female are so nearly the same as to render the sexes almost indistinguishable. They cannot endure captivity, nine-tenths of those caught dying within a month. Occasionally a pair have lived where they were brought up by hand, and have seemed contented singing the song of sadness or of joy. The nest of the nightingale is of a rather uncommon kind, being placed on or near the ground, the outworks consisting of a great number of dead leaves ingeniously put together. It has a deep, cup-like hollow, neatly lined with fibrous roots, but the whole is so loosely constructed that a very slight touch disturbs its beautiful arrangement. 
there are laid from four to six eggs of a deep olive color towards the end of summer the nightingale disappears from england and as but little has been observed of its habits in its winter retreats which are assumed to be in the interior of africa little is known concerning them it must be a wonderful song indeed that could inspire the muse of great poets as has that of the nightingale end of section eleven this recording is in the public domain